Initiating update. Three, two, one, go. Hey everybody, welcome to the Nerd On Update, where we talk about all the geeky news that we care about and then answer some questions from you all. The people. Uh, the people. Uh, we don't introduce the host here because uh, we don't do that. <laughs> and you don't have news. So. And I don't have news, so someone else is going to talk now. Go I'll for it. I'll take it. Do it, Tom. Uh, the thing that's funny about the update is that when, What's funny? when we record it, uh, I'm just news happens after. <laughs> and it's just so hard. So last week, by the time this re- uh, recording is out, um, a trailer uh, popped out nowhere. Oh yeah, uh, for a trailer that we didn't think we needed, but apparently the rest of the internet loves. Yeah, um, and I'm talking about a Marvel property. And I'm not talking about oh, from Disney, and I'm about. not talking about from Marvel themselves either. I'm talking about from Sony. And so since the success of Tom Hardy and Venom, uh, Sony was like, "Cool, let's greenlight all of the villains." And so uh, a Morbius trailer dropped starring Jared Leto. Who is, I had never heard of the character until I saw the trailer. Same. And I was like, Michael Morbius, the hu- the living vampire. Shout uh, out to Spider-Man Animated. Yeah. And that's, uh, I think, the kind of biggest claim to fame. But a lot of like com- Marvel comic book readers. Let me just weave you a story. Uh, it, it's pretty much what the trailer looks like. Uh, like a guy who has a genetic disease literally goes into neogenics, much like Spider-Man, and uh, becomes a vampire. Why? What's up, Caitlin? Where Real talk. I thought he was a good guy for... Right up until now. Mor- Morbius? Yeah. He is. He's anti- is he? He's anti-hero. Okay. Because yeah. I was like, oh no, is he bad? Well, the thing is kind of like... He did probably did eat that lady. Did you see the trailer? Yeah. At the end of the trailer, who does he come hang out with? The vulture from Homecoming. And that's a nod of like... Oh, I don't you- remember that part for some It's Michael reason, Keaton. And I don't think Michael Keaton's oh, going to be any original characters right. for a while. So I wondered why he showed up. I was like, he looks familiar. And he says, tired of doing the old good guy thing. He's and wearing then- the same outfit. That he is wearing in prison. The, the, the main that makes a lot of sense. So no. go everyone at home, go watch the trailer. I think it definitely has like a tonality of like Underworld as well as like Blade. But the cool thing to kind of keep in mind if you're like a Marvel head, fanboy, and stuff like that is during the trailer, uh, there's a point where Jared Leto, after blah blah blah, he's walking in front of a brick wall, and there's a mural of Spider-Man, but in front of it, but on it as well it says Murderer. And so it's probably referencing the events that happened after Far From Home, which I won't spoil if you haven't watched it yet. But Michael Keaton does make an appearance in this trailer, and he is, you know, definitely reprising his role as Adrian Toomes from uh, Homecoming. Mm-hmm. And so this is what looks like a cool, like, way that, you know, Sony's been... Sony, Sony, <laughs> like, they're on this like thing where, this where right they're now. just like, motherfucker, but soon we better get that damn Sinister Six, no matter what. Yeah. And yeah. the Sinister Six is pretty much like the Legion of Doom. It's the only real true tried and true villain team up that Marvel has and they all are against Spider-Man. What's well, the Sinister Six? Like, uh, the who, original characters are typically it, Kraven, it uh, uh, Doc Ock, Mysterio, uh, the Lizard, and Vulture. Uh, Vulture, and maybe Chameleon, I think was the original crew. Um, and but it, it's rotated through. Yeah, and so they've had a different roster. So like if this iteration could potentially work, whatever they decide to do. So right now we have quote unquote Venom, uh, Vulture, Vulture, Venom, and Morbius, and Mysterio, uh, mis- possibly, uh, possibly. 
Uh, but also, they're establishing Venom as a hero, so I don't know if that's going to happen. Also, Carnage is a thing. Carnage is for sure. I mean, he's a there, but he's more powerful than Spider-Man and Venom. Oh. So uh, we'll see what happens with that. But anyway, so it's interesting to see uh, a lot of... I, to me, when I first see it, and anything that says in association with Marvel, I just imagine Marvel fanboys hating it immediately because it's like, it's not real Marvel. <laughs> and then, uh, but apparently the internet fucking loves it. Oh. So it's really cool to kind of see... Uh, different takes of it. My it has Facebook a different tonality. Blew up. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. It's such a different tonality to it. So I'm obviously I'm as excited to see that as I am to any other superhero movie, and we're probably going to do it an episode on it. So. Huh. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Uh, go ahead. Uh, yeah, I've got some uh some video game release date news updates <gasps> for you. Um, negative what or news? positive depending on how you like to look at things of course it's so positive um yeah i think most it i think it's, it's interesting for for video games I, I feel like gamers are a lot more sympathetic and, and understand now understanding now anyways and usually see delays as a good thing like mm-hmm. more often than not which like is nice. thank goodness it won't be a buggy catastrophe right. especially if the company has a pretty good track record right yeah and you're like yeah they could use it if they such want to as, take time such as square enix who so is uh the first uh, of today's Delays going from March seventh to eight, March third to April tenth for Final Fantasy VII remake. Mm-hmm. So a whole month. A month. They also um, they delayed Avengers to September. They delayed Avengers to September. That's right. Which I uh, don't it's know. Also why. Square. I think it's I just, they, they said the game time. is playable, but there's still some kinks they're working out. Yeah. yeah. Usually the case in Final Fantasy VII, they said for extra polish. Which with Final Fantasy VII, is, it's been 12 years since they announced it. Why not a few? I was months? gonna say, but yeah. with the Avengers, it's kind of funny because it's like they look like they were in no room to be like, oh, we're going to change the character models. Like, <laughs> no. I think some, I think for maybe for Square specifically, maybe not for um, for CD Project Red, as we'll talk about next. But uh, for Square, I think they're everybody's worried about day one. Like and really in the re- in the release with and such the, expectation, uh, the review scores for yeah. for release. So I think people are starting to get developers are starting to get and publishers are starting to get a lot more. Well, what happened to Death Stranding? Exactly. Everyone hated it, and then when everyone actually finished the game, they're like, "I actually really liked it." Yeah, but it's too late by that point. Um, next, CD reviews. Project Red. This is a much bigger delay. Um, Cyberpunk 27, 2077, hotly anticipated multi platform you know RPG, uh, gonna be. Originally slated to come out April 16th is now being delayed to uh, September 17th. Whoa. Yeah. So that's Good. a five-month delay for extra polish, essentially. You know, and, and Here's one what thing I'll I really say. liked. Witcher 3 was delayed almost the same amount of time. Yeah. And, and it's fine. And, and I, kind of, I kind of half expected it, but I was excited that it wasn't happening. Like the delay wasn't being announced. So I was right. like, oh, maybe this will actually stick. Um, but I'm kind of okay with it because that lets me play Final Fantasy VII without having, having it to <laughs> and if I can, with And if I can just add on that, that one specifically… Yeah, the uh, I believe it was the CEO, but I could be mistaken. Someone mm-hmm. from CD Projekt Red said, even though we're buying ourselves this extra what six months or something like that, yeah, we're still going to be crunching. Oh yeah, oh so, yeah. Uh, you know, it's keep a lot in of mind work. that people have lives, and mm-hmm. you know, yeah, this is sure. letting them live it still to an extent. I'm, to an extent, I'm going to say that these are the same people that develop Baldur's fucking Gate, like yeah. I love. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I don't think um, they have a bad game on their slate. Yeah, so but it, they put out a statement, um, which I really dug. I'll just read a little piece of it. Uh, we're currently at a stage where the game is completely, where the game is complete and playable, but there is still work to be done. Night City is massive, full of stories, content, and places to visit. But due to the Josh sheer scale like, and complexity of, of it all, we need more time to finish playtesting, fixing, and polishing. That's well, great. Um, we want uh, Cyberpunk 27, 2077 to be our crowning achievement for this generation. And 
postponing Whoa. launch will give us the precious months we need to make this game perfect. Whoa. I, I come from a, and you can relate to this, um, from tech support. Yeah. Like, knowing what, knowing a little of what goes into, like, even just an operating system. Yeah. We're talking about a game, especially with the size yeah. of what this seems like it's going to be. Well, I'm always this is like, also, yeah, you, t- you, you do you. You yeah. take that time. Find totally those. Fine. They're find one of these bugs. developers that this is the only game they're working on. Yeah. Like, yeah. if this bombs, that could be the end of their studio. CD Projekt Red studio. is strangely a very small studio. Yeah. yeah. You'd think because of the success that they've had with the Witcher franchise and other other games that they yeah. would be a, you know, they are a AAA studio. They are. But they are one of the smallest But they're AAA small. And, and Shout out to Stanislav. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, hell so, yeah. Our boy. So, I'm looking forward to it. Excited for September, obviously. Well, cool. Uh, it gives me we'll a chance see. to save some money. Yeah. Yep. There you go. <laughs> How's Kakarot? Josh? I don't know. I have uh, some sports news. What? That oh. I'm get out. Sports I'm, ball. I'm excited about. Uh, I haven't been following baseball baseball for a long time, but it is a sport that I can go. You know what? I really, really still do dig uh, baseball. I'm a big Padres fan, but um, a baseball team made history this past week by hiring the very first female coach. In MLB history. Shout out. Diggity Dan. What team? Oh, uh, it's for the Giants. Uh, she is an assistant coach. Um, My hometown, maybe. About <laughs> time, if you think about it, how progressive um, they want to be. Yeah. But she was a big up-and-comer in uh, softball. And then she joined the um, she joined the club in 2014 as an intern. And um, I just think that this is really, really neat. So far, what I've seen on the interwebs, like criticism has only been by a um, retired player. A retired Giants player um, who was just making comments on based on things that he was made. Fuck Barry Bonds, man. Uh, Jesus no, Christ. Kidding, um, <laughs> I don't even remember his name because I don't care. Um, but yeah, he was just making comments of like, just, it's, yeah. This is a man's world. Yeah, right. Uh, he no was just, time he was making, there's no crying There's no vaginas here. He was wow. making comments based on wow. what he got in trouble for in the uh, locker room. And he's like, how is a woman going to be in the the locker room yeah. or a part of this culture and blah blah blah. But anyway, no crying. I'm very very excited for this kind of move. Yeah, for hey, somebody, for yeah. shout out to, to be my, my hometown assistant coach too, which is I think that's really really awesome. I think that's really neat. It's really neato. Fucking great. Um, right? Yeah. Corey, hurry up. I have some news. <laughs> I have to hurry up after you all took as much time as you want. Go fuck yourself, Tom. That's what I'm saying. So, yeah. uh, <laughs> X Men's Lord and Savior. Jonathan Hickman. <laughs> I thought you were going to say what the character was. I was like, what the no, fuck? No, Jonathan Hickman. Are you coming to us from the book of Hickman? Yes, the oh, book of Hickman. Uh, for those of you who know about uh, how I feel, especially, but how pretty much the entire X-Men community feels about House of X and Powers of Ten, our Lord and Savior Jonathan Hickman, is coming to the <laughs> table with something that I had the biggest raging nerd on for. Oh. Dude, he texted to me and I felt I cr- the 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 the, the, the head just fucking hit my face. Yeah. Wow. I had a ra- I had phone. a raging nerd on for this. So, uh Jonathan Hickman uh, in April uh, alongside Alan Davis is releasing the first giant-sized X-Men comic. Oh, I didn't know Wait what you were going to say after. And it's going to be Nightcrawler. <laughs> Never mind. Who wow. is my favorite X-Men of all time. Wow. Period. Yeah. Close the book. Um, the story, which we don't know too much about yet, but if you've been following House and Powers, uh, basically the X-Men are living on a place called Genosha, which is a living Krakoa. island. Oh, sorry. Genosha is not. Magneto's spot. Yeah. Oh, uh, right, yeah. Uh, because of Genosha. 
Uh, they're living on Krakoa, the living island, and it's a haven for the X-Men. This means a specific location. It's, it's a free state. A specific location within the X-Men universe has been forgotten. Mainly, the X-Men mansion. Charles oh. Xavier School for the Gifted. They have lost contact recently. And Nightcrawler volunteers to go on a rescue mission. Uh, so that's what all we know so far. Oh, that sounds amazing. Coming out in April, I just about creamed my jeans. <laughs> Cream my jeans. <laughs> yeah. That I creamed I in I my dreams. In my not dreams. only am I getting a giant-sized Nightcrawler comic, but it's going to be by Jonathan Hickman. I was going to say, so That's the cool awesome. thing about giant-sized comics, they typically tend to be like uh, like Avengery, you know, like their big storyline thing. What does that mean, giant-sized? Because I'm le- like, am I going to get a table-sized comic? So or legit, like, it's like bigger. So, I mean, it's, you'll hear like 90s comics or 80s comics, and those are different sizes if you have like the back in the bags and boards. Um, but then giant is typically like, actually, it's big book. It's yeah. like, oh, it's actually a big, not like mm-hmm. length, or is it longer? It's or? longer, it's well, bigger. Well, since they have a better bigger book. I wish that someone would take all of this out of context. It's yeah. so big, um, and in prison, it's like, it gets to you, and it's inside of you sometimes. And it's a little it's, painful. It's girthy big. Yeah. And someone, okay. you, like, you don't want to hold no, but someone's like, pocket. Legitimately, it's, a, it's almost a full-fleshed, like, story. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty much the whole uncircumcised story. Okay. Yeah. Nothing's wow. missing right. from the girl. Uh, but yeah, I'm very Soup excited nuts. about this. Uh, if you guys go at home, check out the cover. You'll notice some uh, very familiar characters in the background. Sherrick Dare. Mm-hmm. Uh, very, very excited. Very excited. So that's cool. I will be first in line. I know that much. I hope you are too. Dope. Dope, dope, dope. But not in front of me because I will be first. Because I will stab I'll you. Be your line. <laughs> uh, so now to the next and last Questions! segment. Yes. Wow, nice. As Caitlin said at the beginning. Oh, the... <laughs> <laughs> you okay there, buddy? You I, follow I, my I, line? Yeah. I yelled questions he and then you went, it. as Caitlin as said. Caitlin. And I was like, <laughs> did you think that was him? <laughs> <laughs> Anywho. As Caitlin said at the beginning, the last part of our show, we do answer questions from our audience. And if you would like to get a nerd on nudge, you can <laughs> join the nerd on oh, nation. And uh, yeah, you get to, yeah, get that nerd on nudge. Thank you but, for uh, explaining that, Joshua. <sighs> I hate you Clip so that. much. Clip that. <laughs> He said, he said, you yeah. can ask, you can send your questions to questions at nerd on. Wow, you really messed I them up. I can't get past the. Wow. I can't get it. He's okay. got the raging nerd uh, on now. my lady voice. Oh, yeah. I'm messing you up. Nice. Okay. You can ask questions like Liam asks. Shout out to Liam. Any chance of a show specializing in the Tekken franchise? Big fan Ooh. from the UK. Le- mm. Oh. Mm. Shout out. Across the pond. Let me, let me jump on that real quick. Hey, hey, Liam. Thank you. We appreciate you sending in some questions. He's stroking the mic. And uh, yeah, honestly, like uh, we actually love reading things like this because it allows us to it's know. It's actually like, a topic request. Yeah, it allows us to know like who's listening and you know making yourself known, being part of the community, being part of the show means a lot to us. Uh, and also like lets us know like what kind of things you're into because that's what the whole point of Nerd On is is to have a community where we can talk yeah. about it. Um, I'll definitely say like it's uh, Tekken for us. Like we when we think about like topics we're going to do we look about what likely what lightly lightly um mm-hmm. for uh kicks uh it's called shits and giggles but anyway so uh it, it like it allows us to we we have to think about like our workload you know we all have jobs and stuff like that and so we want to get a touch on so many topics as much as we can and if you can tell by like our and recent to diversify those those things yeah and if you could tell by our recent slew of episodes they've definitely been um closer based on like 
the variety as well as like what we've been able to do within the time we have. And some of them are actually older pieces of work. So like something like Tekken, which is a time age love beloved franchise is something we definitely want to give all the attention to um, because we've had done episodes like actually before Caitlin's time where we haven't finished the thing. And we felt that it was robbing the audience of what we could potentially have been. Like the and full so, experience of the franchise, like doing Resident mm, Evil. Yeah. And so like with Tekken, we'd want to give it the full, uh, you know, love it deserves. Uh, so it's definitely something that we would consider um, to do in the future, but it's something that we can't possibly do now in the nearest future. Yeah, because well, everybody has to be like be up on it. Yeah, and, and uh, honestly, that's not necessarily the case. Yeah, this feels like a terrible plug, but honestly, it does help when you know we have our listeners, you know, support through uh, our Nerd on Nation through Patreon. Like even just one dollar, and those multiple dollars all add up. It allows us to have some financial freedom, so we don't have to take that extra shift. We don't have to do those like Saturday weird yeah. shift things. Same thing goes for our affiliates mm-hmm. as well. Yeah. And so, like, those kind of things, like, when, that's our goal with the show is that, like, if someone says, hey, do an episode on this, we can do it immediately. Teeny, yeah. teeny tiny shout out, though, um, because uh, if you go to Lauren a Minute on YouTube, I wrote the script for Lauren a Minute for Tekken, the Tekken franchise. Oh, yeah. There you go. Because that's, and that's honestly, like, I was not interested in Tekken at all before that assignment. And oh. now I'm like, oh, mm-hmm. I love right. Tekken. This sounds yeah, weird played, and crazy. I've played and I'm a lot of Tekken. Fucking Jin and Kazuya. Corey, oh, you'd love yeah. it. What? You'd love Jin and Kazuya. Why? 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 Because the old, chill, white guy with a beard? No, that's Hayashi. No. Oh. Yeah, that is Hayashi. He's, he's not going to be able to guess. I don't know. He's it's, like, it's a father, father son. son. Oh, <laughs> there it is. I don't know. There's actually two, gener- there's two generations uh, I like of father King. son stuff. So, but I mean, just kind of to extend the. This question is that we do get the topic requests. They do, they do get seen, and we do save them, and we reference them when oh, we yeah. are putting together our content schedule. And sometimes be happening. The, sometimes there are most popular mm-hmm. episodes, like uh, My Hero Academia, was a, an actual audience yeah. suggestion. So mm-hmm. we thank will. you for that. Yeah, yeah. 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 It, has been, it has been put onto the list. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Thank you, Liam. Appreciate you. Next question comes from Jackie. She asks, "In the future, what technology would you like to see be invented?" Or improved upon? Do not give your answer, Corey. That was off. what? <laughs> you mean my off mic answer? No. He wants better eyes. I'm not gonna say sex machines. Listen, blowjob machines are a whole <laughs> different. Oh. Sorry to say, those already exist. I mean, it says improvement. Oh, okay, I'm sorry. Jesus Christ. True. No. True. Uh, uh, Jesus in a pocket. For me, um, honestly, any any sort of like uh, water saving technology for me or water cleaning. Nice. Um, is kind of what I'm the most interested in. or even uh, actually the, I've been talking about this a lot lately and Tom can attest to this I bring it up to a lot of people the bees about well the bees are very important as well uh, but that's already happened there's a father and son who made a very eco-friendly What's beehive father and son? go check it out mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. they're from Sweden they're awesome I'm gonna buy one one day at $600 so listen <laughs> the thing I I want most of all though is about I'd say 2011 I believe it was they uh, scientists discovered a mushroom that eats polyurethane uh, oh, the, eats plastic. Yeah. Oh, wow. They are not implementing it into anything yet. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I uh, The idea when they first discovered it was to introduce it to landfills. Yeah. To eat the plastic, get the carbon emissions. It actually turns plastic into oxygen. A renewable um, resource. So, you know, the world adapts. It, it's a fungus that eats plastic. So I would love to see that happen soon. That's That'd be amazing. Uh, you know, I, I haven't... I'll, I'll, if someone's got some more information on it, I haven't kept up the tabs. But I also follow a lot of science blogs and haven't heard anything about it in the last like six or seven years. Mm-hmm. I think they're probably working on implementation. This is just a, a shot in the dark from an uncultured person like yeah. myself. 
I think they have to just wonder what the sanctions are. It's kind of like imagining like how long it would take for them to release wolves into the mountains to fix. Oh, for issues. sure. Yeah, yeah. I'm. Yeah. I just. I uh, whatever the the being uh, is that it hasn't yeah. happened. Whatever it is, powers, I hope it does soon. The powers of because moment. I think it's it's fascinating. Even on a small scale, we should be using that somehow. Yeah. Um. You know. Uh. Whatever it may. Even if they're introduced, like, hey, you can get this for your home and kind of start like a compost for your plastic. Because yeah. plastics are like. Like, obviously, we have, like, a certain amount of waste, but plastics are very important yeah. for things like med- medicine and, and you know, things like that. So, yeah, we, if we can find a way going to, away. to, to and it biodegrade away. it in a sense. Right. Uh, so, that's my answer. Yeah. Yeah, that's good. I like that. I'm actually just going to hop right on that because I I am so intrigued by, like, the advances that we've had with, like, plant technology. Um, I, re- I can't remember the full story right now. Yeah, biotechnology. Duh. Yeah. Um, but there was something about using a spinach leaf of like deconstructing the cells so that you could turn it into human tissue. Mm. Like, oh, yeah. yeah. A lot of that like, yeah, tissue That's experimentation. A swamp thing. In swamp thing. Yeah. It's it a was, huge problem. Was, I think it was something where it was like a, a, a spinach leaf. Um, they had like deconstructed something about it and then you could like see blood pumping in and out of it and they were like, oh, we could use this for like like people and shit. Wow. Um, that is definitely I, I need a horror to, movie com- <laughs> plot I point. need to read more on it because, again, that was like years ago that I read about yeah. that. And, and I'm sure things have changed drastically. But but yeah, I, I, I mean, we're already kind of moving away from that and going towards more like renewable things I, and bio things. And, this isn't what I want, but... Uh, one <laughs> this of my, isn't what I want, <laughs> well, I wanted here to talk, we go. I want to tell you about it because my one of my friends, shout out to Freddie, my oldest friend. Uh, he worked. He got a degree in bioengineering, and he worked at a company where they were developing um, bacteria that can synthesize uh, uh, biodegradable plastics. And so, when you're talking about like bioengineering and biotechnology, it's like, yeah, finding safer plastics, oh, and Freddy, also like, come talk to me. I want to learn. I was going to say, finish the sentence, please. I want to learn because he said, "Freddie, come over and talk to me." I was like, "Oh, Freddie, come here and talk to me." So, Joshua, he's, uh, so <laughs> he's, a great, he's a great guy. Shout no. out to Freddie, I love you. Uh, I. Yes. Would love to see more advances in space travel. SpaceX. I'm so Shout shocked out. by this. Uh, I I think, you know, we're natural explorers. Musk. 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 More what? people Elon? like Musk. Oh. He's destroying shit. Elon or otherwise. He's creating, the, um, he's helping the space debris that's hey, orbiting the planet that hey. makes it harder for us to actually travel. Ozymandias. That's all I gotta say. Um, so... Uh, yeah, I think I think there's a lot of um, potential for exploration, and I would love for us to kind of do more of that. Get to whatever like the next breakthrough is that would allow us to have interstellar travel, because I hmm. think that would be massive for things like even research and science, and you know the things we could learn from the universe would just be exponentially increased by our ability to. Have you just want the traveler to show up. Okay, I just want my own smuggler ship so I can <laughs> so I can be a Han Solo. God Let's be it. real here. Who's you, Chewbacca? You. Yeah. <laughs> I knew it. Yeah, I was gonna say. I knew it. Uh, Josh, did you go? I did not. Oh, go ahead. Um, I really did. I, I I think about California in terms of that we have been in the and fires? out of a. Yeah, we've been in in and out of um, drought, and drought and out? for years and years and years. And sometimes I go, and of course, I have no idea. The, the technology of it, but of turning salt water to drinkable oh, distiller. water. It's mm-hmm. all distillers. Yeah. Uh, of like uh, mass producing that. But the other technology that I've always really wanted to see is high quality remote audio. Oh. Like, mm. um, for you. 
If you listen to <laughs> Skype, if you if you are in a conference call and Skype and all that kind of stuff, I've never been able to understand. Sounds like ass. Uh, it doesn't sound good, and so I've always sounds like rocks on a tin barrel. I've never been able to understand <laughs> yeah. of like I, I know the technology is out there of like extending it to that arena, for not just from a professional use, but from a consumer use of having high quality audio hmm. for podcasting. It would be <laughs> you know, like, makes my life easier. Really Skype would be that. so much easier to use if it sounded yeah. good. Good. Yeah. If only, uh, if only there was an audio company that we were partnered with that you could share your ideas with. Huh. Maybe. Maybe. May not be their realm, though. That's true. That's true. Yeah. We're not partnered with Microsoft. Like, yeah. <laughs> fair, fair, fair. Hashtag um, yet. For me, uh, I don't know, something that fucking, you know, uh, cures cancer. That'd be great, you mm-hmm. know, since it's still a fucking I love weird... how the way that you phrase that is like, all of you suck for not bringing no, this up. No, it's more like, why is that Technically, still mine f- long-term cures Why cancer. is still a fucking thing, you know? Like, it's always so cool. Like, cancer is, it's always a death sentence. And once you catch it, like, da-da-da-da, it's a 50-50 Do you want to know why? Because the pharmaceutical companies would make no money. Well, no. The, to me, the question is kind of like there's not legislation for it. And that's the thing. Right, because all, the pharmaceutical companies own, own a lot of the government. And like the thing about in America, like we, the, our pharmaceutical companies actually like the leader in all innovation. So like if anything's going to happen, it's because of us. It's because of Americans. But the thing about in like America, like in order to you to make something, it costs millions of dollars to make it. And it's so, not always the case though. But I mean, the thing is, like, they don't get a lot of government funding, and so that's why everything costs so goddamn much. If we much. were to have the, if, if if there were a body that were to have the potential, the most potential, it would be the U.S. because of the, the resources. I'm just saying, instead of you know spending a 74 million dollar aircraft, you know, put that shit into yes. like some research to like develop some plastics or eating fungus or yeah. put it into something that less military, does, more you sciences. know, like or or do it to something like if you want to go to space, then make some legislation that says clean up all the space debris first because. What's actually impossible to do in space travel is land because you're mm-hmm. having to go against three, like, what, millions of miles per hour debris that can destroy your ship in a second. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And so, like, you literally have to tra- thing, like, huh? create trajectory just to avoid the debris from all the bullshit satellites that we've developed and also all the bullshit that's on the ground. So but it's like, if you just cure cancer, then you have all the, we- all the like, work power to do so. But, I mean, that, that would be right. one for me because I've had friends who have had cancer and I've pe- had friends who've lost family members because of cancer. So I'm just like... Fucking come on, you know, like that's the one thing I'm just like, Jesus, can mm-hmm. we just do something about it, please? A little bit. I mean, and my solution is not the proper solution, but my solution is develop nanotechnology that allows us to like incorporate. So, anyway, bodies. next question. <laughs> so, Fucking the next Iron one. Man over here. Next question comes from Jared W. What up, Jared? Have you ever done a speed run of a game? Maybe not an extreme record run, but at least a single session completion. Also, do you watch speed runs on YouTube or just? Thoughts on speed runs in general. I actually have done a speed run myself. Oh, Final Fantasy VII is a long game. No, no, no. Um, <laughs> Twisted Metal. Uh, which oh, one? Yeah. Uh, oh, I God. think it was like two. Okay. Um, where you relied on. I remember the original Twisted Metals. They did not rely on memory cards. Mm-hmm. And so my buddy and I, we would. Oh yeah, you. When you're done would, playing, you're done. Yeah. So yeah. we had to like, and we were like, let mm. let's speed through this. Um, I mean, I've tried to play, like, my my last play of Final Fantasy VII, I was trying to play as fast as I could because it's like, well, uh, A, you actually know what went on. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, I, that kind of counts, but... Yeah, um, really. I halfway did. I mean, I didn't do speed run so much as um, Kyle and I, when we used to be roommates, did a playthrough, I think, of Bomberman, Shout out to Kyle. Bomberman 2 in one se- session. Mm-hmm. 
Bo- uh, no, no, sorry, not not Bar- Mega Man too. In okay. in one session, yeah. Mega Man's are two, one or Mega two. Mans are more easy. easy we to also handle. we tried Battle Toads, but <laughs> that's Battle Toads. <laughs> that didn't go for you. Uh, we did. We did. Uh, want to go for a good game? Uh, he, I mean, he to be honest, he did most of the Mega Man because it's like his jam. He's the one who introduced me to it. Uh, mm-hmm. And then the other one we did was Super Mario Two. I yeah. think Mega Man's very popular. Right. Super Mario Two, not three. No. Two is garbage. I think it was, it was no. So it was one. Wow, then it was okay. one. No, two is unreleased. And then they oh, then it's three. It. Then it's three for sure. Three, two is yeah. literally a reskin oh, of the so first one. And Mega it's like Man a Two, game. Mario Three. Okay, uh, it was a lot of fun. It nice. wasn't speed runs, but we just tried to do it in one like day. Huh. Nice. Okay. I I did an accidental speed run. Journey of journey. <laughs> yeah. Just not. I I well, and it's funny because like I have been meaning for several years to replay it. But after that one experience, I was so like blown away, like human puddle of emotions at the end that I ha- just haven't done it again yet. That's I don't know fair. why. But yeah, that's, that's the only game that, that I've, I've done when for my that. Life um, has the closest thing I've gotten to speedrun is Final Fantasy XIV um, in the sense of like wanting to get to like whatever max level Are as there fast raids as I can. in that game? Yeah, they're Grind are. hella hard? Yeah, grind hella hard reading literally nothing. And then just going to like all the quest points and like <laughs> skip dialogue, skip dialogue. No, literally, I don't skip even dialogue. I every single cutscene, as soon as it fades away from the game to start a cutscene, I hit skip. So it doesn't even load in the cutscene. Okay. Oh my god. <laughs> okay. Hell yeah. That's Hell that yeah. or like I think I F uh, that story. Actually, I think I streamed uh Destiny One speedrunning from with a brand new account. Trying to get to max level as fast. Oh, yeah, as if it's oh, like a third huh. of a game, it's easy. I did that too. Uh, yeah, yeah. Also, shout out to wow. Tasty Money Dustin. Like we, as soon as Master Chief Collection came out, we played Halo One. And oh one yeah, night. Halo One. That was a lot of speedrunning yeah. Halo One back in the day. Yeah. Uh, for me, uh, I actually watch a lot of speedruns actually, um, okay. because I like the precision it takes to beat a game like that. It's practice. What's mm-hmm. your favorite one to watch? Well, one the one that has most closely in my mind is actually Bloodborne. Okay. Oh, and wow. it was a dude who beat it and thinking like. I think I watched the whole thing. It was like 39 minutes or something like what that. What the? F- it was on IGN. It was a stream. And he just like, he just knew. And he literally, he was testing. Like, this is not his first time playing. Obviously But he was not. trying to break his own records. Oh. And so he was just like, oh, that's a bad hit. That's a bad thing. Da, da, da. And I was like, that's fucking insane. Like, yeah. every move you make. And if you never played a Soulsborne game, it's an unforgiving game where like you, it's not about hack and slash. It's about... Precision, timing, fighting, and also like when to hit, when to do a, a visceral attack. Oh, people people get serious. It. They like start counting frames. Uh, my favorite stuff. one to watch <sighs> speedruns of is Super Mario 64. Okay. Yeah. There's some crazy ass shit that people use, some glitches mm-hmm. in oh. order to like pass through areas to get to the next level. So they don't yeah. have to do it. That was fun it's to insane. watch. I saw that. I remember uh, Super Mario OG. Like you could skip levels, mm-hmm. you could find secret tunnels to skip levels, mm-hmm. and then like you could like oh in, within a few minutes in world be on the last. in world two in one two and Super Mario one you literally just pop up on top and just hop over and there's four warps and you go to a fourth and then like the next two levels you there's another warp because like like yeah. world eight and then you're done. yeah like I, I've I'm almost I've I've speed ran the game I haven't mm-hmm. watched a speed run speed run but I watched. I read a article about this guy that did a speed run of Final Fantasy VII. He was explaining the process of preparing for it and how many yeah. times he had to play different things and different saves of the game yeah. of like playing sections again and like, okay, now I'm gonna do it. Yeah. I don't remember. It was it was only a few hours. Check out uh, check out Mario sixty four on Twitch. It's okay. nuts. It's it, I'm it not a, crazy I, to watch. here's the thing. I like watching it. I do not like participating in speed runs. I uh, do like single session runs. I'll I'll mm-hmm. I'll say I'm like, such like a, I need the story. 
for me, for the, so yeah. the, so to answer the question of like what speedruns have I done? I've done one for Super Mario. I've done one for Soul Calibur one, two, and three, um, and I've done I think uh, technically fighting games when you get through the campaigns. Oh yeah, right. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, I've done it for like the Soul Calibur games because it's like you beat the game, but also you want to beat it with all the characters possible to unlock the new ones. Yeah. Um. So technically, I've done that as well with Smash Bros. And it's not really like speedrun for sure, but it's like. I'm getting through it as much as possible. So if a true, like, sit down, never got back up to do it, Soul Calibur and Super Mario, and I've watched other ones and I like them. So, I mean, again, I like the fact that you seem precision. I did a I did a single single session completion of uh, Uncharted by accident. Oh, shit. Hmm. It, Uncharted 1. It was like, I got, it was, I was in college in my dorm. I got a PS3, like my first PS3 with Uncharted 1. And it was a Gamefly game. Your first PS3? Yeah, like a Gamefly. Well, like that's when I got Holy the PS3, wow. and then I got a Gamefly rental of Uncharted, and I started like in the evening, and I literally like played it through the night and woke up and it was daylight, and it was done, and finished the game. Oh, nice! <laughs> I, nice. I was that um, I was that blown away by the game and yeah. that engaged by the story. It was an it was Uncharted game. Oh, so good! Wow. Nice, everybody. Thank you so much for your questions. We love that. If you want to send in your questions again, questions at nerdon.tv. Please send them. And as you heard, they can be anything. Anything. We love them. Anything. Anything. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> if you are new to NerdOn, you can check out our website, nerdon.tv. It has all the information of all of the things that we do. Please stop by whatever uh, podcast uh, portal you use and Anywhere podcasts are heard. Yeah. Anywhere. anywhere. Pod- we are, I realize we were talking to some companies about who we are and what we do. And I realize we are everywhere. I heart, Spotify, Apple, everywhere. Spotify, your ears, your face. Rate and review us. Uh, do st- we have a uh, research project going on. That's what I'm going to call it. Nerdon.io backslash research. We have a survey that you can take. And uh, thank you for your time and feedback because we love that stuff. Tell All us sorts what of questions. you want. Yeah. Um, Tell me how you like it. Oh, my God. Yeah, that, that's that. That has been the Nerdon update. Thank you so much. We love you. As always. Nerd on!